You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. You Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Welcome to the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast, where we talk about everything we need to know as women to slay the purpose that God has given us. I'm your host, Shantae Sapphire. Let's start the show. On today's episode, we will discuss the two P's that can cripple your success and how to conquer these issues so that you can finally launch into your success. Last week, I posted on Instagram this question. I asked people, how do you measure your success? And I got various answers. And what it sums up to is that most people are judging their success by way of comparison. For example, they're comparing themselves to other people in their industry, how many social media followers they have, how much money they make, or even appear to make, and that's how they are judging themselves. Well, that's not really success. Ladies, let me tell you first what success is not. Success is not what you have done compared to what others have done. Success is what you have done compared to what you are created to do. So ladies, are you accomplishing what you are created to do? Or are you stuck in a never-ending loop of starting and never finishing because it's not perfect at least to your standard, or procrastination has slipped in again. So let's deal with perfection first. I want you to take a minute and think. Have you ever found yourself in a place where you are working on a project and you keep extending the deadline over and over again because it just doesn't seem to be as perfect as you want it to be? Do you keep tweaking and tweaking And after a series of tweaks, you find that with each step forward, you have actually taken 10 steps back. Well, I know how that makes you feel. Trust me, I've been there. I get it. I have felt that way on more than one occasion. I talked about how long it actually took me to launch this podcast on last week's episode, It's About Time. But the podcast, ladies, wasn't the first time I experienced delay because I was trying to get it perfect. Before launching my blog, Black, Beautiful, and Blessed, I worked on it for countless hours. I mean, day in and day out. And I'm no website designer, so I spent months. I mean, months researching and watching YouTube, shout out to YouTube, for videos on how to set up my WordPress site. It was not easy. It seemed like I was never going to finish it, and it literally took forever. And the longer I worked on it, the more I found things were wrong with it. And my friends and family looked at it and told me that it looks good, but you know, that's friends and family. In my mind, they're supposed to say that, right? So they told me it looked good, 
But to me, it wasn't at the caliber of what I was expecting. It was not perfect. So I pushed it to the side for another day when I had more patience to work on it or I was in the mood to work on it again. And I pushed it aside and pushed it aside some more. So in August of last year, I decided that it was time for me to let all of that go because I actually wasn't doing at the end of the day what I wanted to do. And that was to produce this blog, right? So the longer I spent trying to perfect it, what I was doing, I mean, it was just taking longer and longer and the delay was more and more and more. And I was really, really getting irritated because I was delaying getting the message out. The blog was to inspire and motivate people. And I couldn't even do that (laughs) if I never actually launched the product, if I ever actually launched the website. So I realized that perfection was actually crippling me. I was not achieving what I wanted. And I felt like if I went on like this until it was perfect, I would never have launched my website. And I knew in that instant that I would have regretted it. So guess what? It hit me and I had another it's about time moment. And I decided to stop overthinking creating the blog and just do it. So it brought me back to a scripture in the Bible in Zechariah 4.10, where it says, despise not your small beginnings because the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. And it was just like, you have to begin the work. Like, duh, why didn't I think that? I just needed to begin. So looking back now, I realized that I wasn't valuing my process. I just wanted it to be perfect. I really just wanted it to be like all the other successful blogs that I would see. And of course, that was me comparing myself to other people to judge my success, which is not, not, not what I'm supposed to be doing as we talked about before. So I did did not appreciate that I could start my blog and perfect it over time, that it was going to be a process. I did not think that growth would come as my business grows. And then I didn't realize that, you know, once my business grows, I could actually hire somebody to create the website that I have always wanted. But first, I needed to begin the work. I needed to publish the blog. So I took a huge leap of faith and launched the web launched the website and posted my first article. And guess what? Guess what? It was okay. It was actually better than okay. People loved my article. They were inspired, they were motivated, and I was only receiving good feedback, some testimonials that was all great. That would have never happened if I didn't just start, if I didn't just uh, launch the blog. And guess what? In four months after launching the blog, over 85,000 people had connected with me to see the blog. So listen, ladies, you never know who is waiting on you to produce your vision. They aren't looking for perfection. They are just looking for it to be done. So what I'm saying to you today is that if you let perfection cripple you from getting things done, you are not only delaying your success, but you are delaying the breakthrough or the blessing that someone is waiting for. There are people attached to you, right? 
That's just how God works. So if you aren't walking in your purpose and developing the vision that God has given you, you are in fact being selfish. Whoop, did I just say that? Yes, I did. You're being selfish. What you will come to learn in this Purpose Chaser community is that we get each other all the way together and we hold each other accountable. So that might mean that some of the stuff that we will discuss will read you like a book, honey. But guess what? It's all okay and it's all in love because the world is waiting for what you're carrying. And I'm determined as your destiny helper to make sure that you walk in the fullness and the greatness of who God has called you to be. As your destiny helper, I'm here to help you get back in formation, okay, with who God has called you to be and what he has called you to do. So stop letting perfectionism stop you. It's really, when you think about it, guys, like it's really just a simple tactic of the enemy. Because if you're too distracted with perfecting the vision, you'll be too busy to actually do the vision. And the enemy loves when he can stop you from doing what you're called to do. So moving forward, I want you to try these things when you feel perfection kicking in. So the first thing I need you to do is stop comparing yourself. Stop comparing what you're doing to what other people are doing. Stop comparing your journey. Stop comparing yourself altogether. You can only, you can only be the best you that you are called to be. You cannot be Beyonce. There's only one Beyonce. You can't be Oprah. There's only one Oprah. You have to be yourself. I can only be Shantae. That's, that's all I know. That's who I was created to be. And that's the only person I can be. So follow the guidance of the Holy Spirit and do what you're supposed to be doing and stop comparing yourself, all right? Another thing that I love is Lene Hippolyte of the Glow Up podcast uses her, she calls it her DMP method. And DMP simply means done, not perfect. Sometimes you just have to get things done. Don't worry about it being perfect. You can always perfect it later. Just get it done. Remember, you are only human and you will make mistakes, but it's how you approach those mistakes that matter. And remember also, which is really important, guys, mistakes can always be fixed, right? If you write an article for a blog and there's a typo, you can go back and fix it. You don't have to worry about it in the beginning. You just need to get the work done. You can work on perfecting it. You can work on making it the way you want it later. But if you never get it done, you will trust me. You will be very disappointed in yourself and you'll have some regrets. And that's the last thing I want you to have is regrets. So remember also, just as you grow over time, so will your vision. So will your business, so will your career, so will your family. So the more that you are exposed to, the more you learn and the better you get. So remember that as the time goes on, you can always get better. You can rebrand, you can change your business name, you can upgrade the website, and that one's for me. And changes can always be made, okay? Changes can always be made. But I want you to take the perfectionism mindset off and think about actually accomplishing the task. Another thing I want you to do is pray, right? Ask God to help you break free from perfection because that is what you need to do so that you can start 
actually getting things done and prayer works wonders. And as Dr. Marlene Flynn says, set a date, make a plan and stop talking about it. Just do it. Launch your business, start your website, write your book, start your podcast. Girl, you can do it. You can do whatever you set your mind to. And for those of you who are looking to write a book, my mind has been like on authors so much. Those people that I talk to that tell me that they have books to write and they just can't, you know, figure it out. They don't have the time or it's not going to be right. I want to encourage you to just start writing. That's it. Commit to at least 30 minutes of day and just write. Don't worry about the order the book has to be in. Don't worry about the name, the front cover, who's going to forward it. All of that doesn't matter. Write the book first. You can worry about that later. Those things are add-ons. But if you don't actually write the meat of the book, you will never have a book to sell. So just write. Just do it. Now, let's get to the second P, procrastination. If you follow me on social media or anywhere you've heard heard an interview by me, you know I attest to being the procrastination queen. At one point, Like I seriously thought last minute was my middle name. When I knew I had things to do, I would always find something to do that wasn't what I had set out to do in the beginning. So let me explain what I mean. So when I was in uni, I had my own apartment and you would know when I had an exam or a deadline because my little apartment apartment would be spotless, smelling of bleach and cleaning stuff and fresh candles because I spent four hours cleaning a little apartment that did not actually need cleaning, to be honest. It really didn't need more than maybe 20 minutes of cleaning. But that was how I dealt with things when I didn't want to do it. That was the way I procrastinated. I cleaned. So that's what I mean by queen of procrastination. And I found other ways to fill in my time other than things that I was supposed to be doing. So whenever it was time for me to get something done, I would clean the apartment, make a cup of coffee, create a nice color-coded schedule, and I would actually get one of those big calendars and stick it on my wall so I can see all of the things that I had to do and I would break it down into little um, chunks. So today I'll spend two hours studying this topic and today I'll spend another hour writing this report, etc, etc. And it would look beautiful. I mean, down to the color, it's up on the wall, you can see it. I just felt very accomplished looking at my schedule, right? But guess what? I would finish my scheduling with my cup of coffee and the beautiful mantra and have it on my wall with my calendar and then really encouraging words around my schedule to keep me going. And then I would be so proud of myself that I am so organized that I would reward myself with a break. And what did a break consist of? Well, my breaks usually consist of watching TV. That's how I like to clear my mind. However, I would uh, have a break and watch TV and I'll start with Big Bang Theory. That's a 30 minute sitcom, right? 30 minutes should be enough of a break. If you're doing something, you shouldn't take too long of a break. 30 minutes is good. You get in, you get a quick break, you get a new cup of coffee, you come back and you're ready to go. However, my 30 minutes turned into four hours. It went from one episode of Big Bang Theory to another. And these are new episodes. I mean, I'm rewatching the same episodes that I have been watching for years. So I've seen it already. So there's no reason for me to be so engrossed in the TV. Yet, here I am, engrossed in the TV, 
Big Bang Theory. Next thing I know, I'm watching Scandal. Next thing I know, I'm watching The Flash. Next thing I know, I'm watching a documentary that has nothing to do with anything because I was avoiding actually doing the work. And I didn't even realize that all of that amounted to was very organized procrastination. I felt so accomplished by just creating my schedule. The fact that I was not actually following it didn't even occur to me. I celebrated too early and rewarded myself too soon. I remember thinking to myself, like during that period of time, I never have enough time. Like, where is my time going? And for a second, I just couldn't figure it out. So I had to really sit down and look at what I was doing because I was getting tired of feeling overwhelmed by riding the last minute train and rushing to meet a deadline. So I had to find balance. And I thought to myself, you know what? It's time for me to actually really look at what I'm doing so that I can produce good quality work in a good amount of time and feel good about the result. I needed to find my balance. So I decided when I was evaluating what I was doing that I was actually doing a bit of self-sabotage because that's what procrastination was allowing me to do. It was like I had no desire to succeed. I realized that not only was I procrastinating, but I was actually becoming lazy. Uh, The TV was winning any argument that I could have while I should be doing something else. I was actually spending more time with the TV than I was my work. And that is not good. So I had to say to myself, like, Shantae, you are better than this. You have to get up. You have to do better. You're a hard worker. You know what to do. You need to turn the TV off. You need to go sit at the desk. And if you can't get the work done, you need to go to the library and take yourself out of the environment that you are in, because this is really not acceptable. And sometimes you have to square up with yourself and say it like it is, like tell yourself the truth that this is not going to work for me anymore. I need to fix it because you at the end of the day are the only one that can fix it. And guess what? You are better than procrastination too. Trust me, you're better than it and you can get over it. So since you know better, Since we're talking about it today, it's time for you to get back to work, okay? It's time for you to stop procrastinating. Listen, listen, ladies, like I really need you to listen. Procrastination is not a strategy for success. I know you know that and you may have heard that, but I want to tell you it goes all the way back to the Bible, right? In Proverbs 10.4, the Bible says, The lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth. So if I'm being lazy about what I have to do, procrastinating with what I have to do, how can I expect a good measure of success? Because that's not how it works. It's not what the kingdom principle is. The principle is to have diligent hands to bring about success, put in the actual amounts of work, actually do the thing, get it done. Don't delay, don't procrastinate. So if lazy hands lead to poverty, and diligent hands lead to wealth, then surely we need to be diligent with the work that we do in order to succeed. Like this means that we actually have to get the work done. We need to produce the vision, not just think about the vision, not just plan for it, but actually do the work to get it done. So whatever it is that you are avoiding, that you've been procrastinating doing for years, there are some things I still have to work on. And I want you guys to know my journey so that you know that I'm working on it too and it is possible. I am still working on my doctorate and I am so determined to get it done, but I have to 
actively ensure that I do not allow procrastination to come in and allow me not to do the thing that I am meant to be doing in the time. And you can do that too. Do not think that because you have procrastinated in the past that you have to procrastinate in the now or in the future. So if you want to conquer procrastination, I want you to consider some of these tips. First, I need you to identify the problem, but remove the label. So you're probably like, Shante, what do you mean? I mean, although procrastination is something you do, it's not who you are. I hear people all the time going around say, well, you know, I'm, I'm a procrastinator. Like I said at the beginning, right? I was the queen of procrastination, but that's not, that was something I did. It's not who you are. So you are not a procrastinator. You just procrastinate. So we just have to remove that label. Do not title yourself as being a procrastinator or else you will walk in that vein. Title yourself as being diligent, as being successful, as being able to have attention to detail, all the other good qualities. That's the that's the title you should put on yourself, not procrastination. I also need you to identify that you have a problem with procrastination and make a promise to yourself to overcome it. At the end of the day, procrastination really, really, truly only affects you because it's you not getting the work done. And if you have any negative results from not getting the work done, it's your fault because it's self-imposed. So we have to be able to identify the problem and accept that we have a problem and then make a promise to ourselves to overcome it. Stick to the promises you make to yourself. They are so important. You must stick to any promise you make yourself and getting over procrastination is one of them. And then I want you to stop overthinking it. If you sit there thinking the task is too big, then it can become overwhelming. And once something becomes overwhelming, we as human beings tend to run from actually doing it. And that's how we end up on the couch or behind the computer or on Instagram and we're scrolling for days and hours and hours. And next thing you know, we're not getting things done because we're overwhelmed because we're looking at the the bigness of the vision instead of breaking it down into small bite-sized chunks that you can handle. For example, I used the book earlier, but let me use this as an example again. Instead of looking at the book as a whole or the uh, dissertation you have to write as a whole or the project you have to write for work as a whole, don't, don't look at the big thing. Break it down. Strategically plan and break it down into small bite-sized chunks that you can handle. So if you're writing a book, you can say, well, I'm going to commit to writing for 30 minutes, three times a week. That is a small achievable goal and it's measurable instead of saying that, okay, I'm going to write an entire book in a month without a plan. Strategic planning allows you to be able to get things done in a manner in which is comfortable for you to accomplish. So you're not overwhelmed. You can, so that you feel like, you know what, I can handle this. Like 30 minutes a day for three times a week for the next few weeks, I'll be able to bang out at least three or four chapters and feel good about it, right? So break down your big vision into small bite-sized chunks so that you can get it done. I also want you to focus on your why. Why are you doing this task? What will the outcome be? 
Why will it make a difference? Focus on the long-term goal. What is your why? How do you see yourself in five years? What do you see yourself doing? Where are you? Where are you living? What is the, 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 the end goal of the big vision that you have in your mind? Who are you doing it for? Whose life will you make a difference in? Those are the things that keep you going. So when procrastination hits in, you can think to yourself, well, you know what? I'm doing this for X, Y, Z reason. And because of it, I'm going to stick to what I'm doing and I'm going to work harder because I have to get it done. Your why is so very, very important. I also want you to schedule time to complete your task and actually work on it, right? So you're going to get a lot farther than I did when I was telling you my story. So not just schedule it. Don't just spend hours creating a perfect schedule and don't actually do the work. You have to schedule and then do the work. Sometimes you're going to have to tell people, no, you can't hang out today. No, you can't go out to dinner. No, you can't work late today because you have to work on your vision. You have to work on the thing that God has placed in the inside of you, that thing that set your soul on fire. You have to work on it. And in order to do that, you have to prioritize yourself. Okay. You have to block out your calendar. Like, you know what, between six and 7 p.m. is the time that I'm working on this book or it's the time that I'm working on my business or it's the time that I'm exercising to hit my fitness goals. Whatever it is, you have to set time aside and then respect the time that you've set aside to accomplish this task. Don't allow other people to take away from the time that you've set for yourself. You are going to have to learn how to say no to some things in order for you to accomplish what you need to accomplish. If it doesn't benefit you, you shouldn't have to do it. So remember that. Look at your, I live by my calendar. I have a calendar right next to me right now as I'm recording this and I I look at it and I'm able to, to schedule my week and I know when I can go out and have like a good time and have free time with my friends and we can go to the movies and we can go to the beach. And I know that the times that I need to know buckle down and actually get some work done. So live by your calendar, use your calendar. It's going to be so helpful. And then I want you to set realistic goals and reward yourself once you have accomplished each goal. All right. And by reward yourself, please, please do not reward yourself with a break. Okay. Don't reward yourself with a hour long break and you never get back into what you're supposed to be doing. Reward yourself after you hit each goal. So your goal may be to write chapter one by the end of four weeks. So don't reward yourself after you write 30 minutes every day. Don't do that. Reward yourself once you hit the medium-sized goal that you were you were achieving to, okay? Think about things like that. Find something to do, whether it's, okay, I'm gonna go take a walk to reward myself, or I'm gonna share this with such and such a person to reward myself. Whatever it is that you choose to do, remember to celebrate your achievement. And finally, If you need more help, get a life coach or get a business coach who can help you create a strategic plan and coach you through the steps and keep you accountable to ensure that you are completing the task. Life coaches and business coaches are so helpful. If not all, then definitely most of successful people have coaches because they need somebody to hold them accountable. And so do you. Accountability makes the difference. So a life coach and a business coach can help you strategically plan and stick to your goals to make sure that you are achieving everything you set up. So remember, procrastination may be your now, 
but it does not, it does not have to be your future. You can make a change now. Right now, today, you can make a change. So let's wrap this all up, right? Moving forward, we are going to eliminate the terrible peas from our lives. We will be overcomers of perfectionism and we will be overcomers of procrastination. And we will complete our goals and we will manifest our visions. Remember, done is better than waiting to get it perfect. All right, so As always, let's just close in a prayer. Father God, we come to you repenting for causing the vision to delay. We come asking you to give us strength and strategy to overcome what has been crippling us from succeeding. We thank you for filling us with purpose and giving us big visions. And we ask you to cover us as we bring your vision for our life to pass. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. And as always, if you like the show, subscribe to catch every episode and leave us a review so that we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. See you next Tuesday for another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast.